Hey friends, welcome back to the Bible's Babies in Business podcast. This is the fourth episode of the week. We usually only do two, but actually this week we're going to do five. There is an episode Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and tomorrow we're going to have another bonus episode to really kind of kick off and uh, celebrate the launch of my course, the Mom Boss Coaching Academy, which we'll talk about here in just a few moments. Um, But I love all the podcast episodes that are happening this week. Not going to be something that happens every week. It is a lot of uh, effort and work (laughs) to put out a podcast episode, five of them in one week. Uh, But it has been so fun to get to chat with you every single day this week, Monday through Friday. Uh, So today, as every Thursday is, is our Bible study breakdown episode where we are moving through the Bible in chronological order. And every single Thursday, we take one passage from one book of the Bible. This week is 1 Kings. And we really glean wisdom from that passage and apply it to our lives in the areas of faith, of motherhood, and of course, as business owners and entrepreneurs. And this week, we are going to be looking into, again, the book of 1 Kings. We're going to be looking at King Solomon and really answering the question of what is the secret to success in our online coaching businesses as Christian entrepreneurs. And as Christian mom entrepreneurs, your business is not the only thing that you have on your plate right now. A lot of you also are working a full-time job. Many of you have kids. Um, Hubby is on his way home from work and and thinking dinner is going to be on the table. So there's a lot of things on your plate. And how can we really see success in the area of entrepreneurship when we have all of these other things on our plate and we're trying to honor the Lord through it So I want you to grab your Bibles, go ahead and open up the book of 1 Kings, and let's get to it. Hey mama, welcome to Bibles, Babies, and Business. Are you ready to start an online biz, quit your 9 to 5, and stay home with your kids? Are you up late at night Googling online business ideas, how to market myself, and how to get my first paying client? Do you have lots of ideas but feel overwhelmed when trying to figure out which ones to focus on so you can move your business forward? Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, I too felt drained by my day job and wished I could find a way to make money online. I wanted time freedom and the financial freedom to be a stay-at-home mom, but imposter syndrome kept creeping in and telling me, you could never make enough money doing that. And what if you do try and you fail? But then I discovered how to build an online coaching business from home. In this podcast, you'll find biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, online marketing tips to help you start and build an online coaching business from home and a whole lot of mom life because we're doing it all with a baby on our hip. So grab your Bible, snuggle your baby, and let's build your business because you were made for this. Okay, so before we get into the Bible study part of the episode, we need to talk about the Mom Boss Coaching Academy. This is my step-by-step online course that officially opened up to the public just two days ago on Tuesday. And inside of this course, I am teaching you exactly step-by-step, like think of it as an instruction manual on how to start and build a profitable 
online coaching business using Instagram. And I really want to hone in on that word profitable because the business needs to be able to pay your bills. Like I, I know that you are running this business because you have a passion for it. The Lord has told you to start this business, but it also needs to make money. Like you have like real life financial responsibilities to take care of. And that's really what I want to show you how to do, how to make money in your business, how to sign more clients, how to increase the income that's coming into your business so that you can quit your job and stay home with your kids all while helping your clients, your coaching clients transform their lives and bring glory to the Lord by using the gifts that he gave you. If you have not yet checked out the Mom Boss Coaching Academy, do not wait because the price is going up in just three days. You can hit pause, go down to the show, into the show notes, and click on the link for the Mom Boss Coaching Academy and you can get $100 off now through Sunday night, okay? It's Thursday, you only have until Sunday. So don't let this be something that you forget over the weekend, okay? You have now through Sunday night to get $100 off. After that, the discount code expires, the price is going up. You can use code MOMBOSS at checkout for that $100 off when you choose to pay in full. Okay, friend, I want you to imagine building a business without confusion, without overwhelm, without trying to like duct tape your business together. That's how I think a lot of us feel, especially in the early on days. I certainly remember feeling like that. Like I was just duct taping my business together and hoping that all of the parts were working right. But what I realized is that I needed mentorship. I needed guidance. And the second that I made that investment in and got guidance, got an instruction manual for actually how to build the business, my business skyrocketed. I signed several high ticket coaching clients within just those first several weeks and was able to actually go full time just one month after investing in my business. Like it is crazy what will happen when you invest in mentorship, you get the clarity on what the steps are, like what to do to grow your business and actually implement them, the results will blow your mind. Okay, so pause the show right now, scroll down into the show notes, click on the Mom Boss Coaching Academy link. You can use code MOMBOSS for $100 off if you want to pay in full, or you can do a payment plan. Both options are there, and I will see you inside of the course. And I'm going to see you because I'm going to be right there with you inside of our student community Slack channel, supporting you, providing you feedback, answering your questions, 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 questions the entire way. So scroll down in the show notes, click that link, and I'll see you in there. Okay, let's jump into the Bible study part of this episode, 1 Kings chapter 3. Let me paint you a little bit of a picture here as to what's going on so we have a little bit of context. So King David has passed away and his son Solomon is now the king. And Solomon has a massive weight, like a huge weight on his shoulders right now. Think of it as like the biggest assignment that like anybody could ever be assigned. <laughs> he is now king over God's people and he's afraid of messing it up. Like he is a human being and I, I see a lot of myself and I see a lot of um, coaches in general in this story because it sounds like a lot of coaches right now. We've been given this big assignment from the Lord to start the business we're, we're, we're so afraid of messing it up that we're going to mess this business up or that we're going to fail. 
in so much so that we either start the business, but then, but then we give up because we don't experience the success that we think we should in the time frame in which we think we should be experiencing it, or people just never start up the business in the first place, which is disobedience. So I want you just to pause for a moment and think, what would it look like? What would the world look like? What would social media look like? What would it look like if every single person, every single one of God's children quickly obeyed him when God gave them the assignment to start the business. Like, I wonder how many businesses are supposed to be operating and thriving right now, but aren't because people were too afraid that they were going to mess it up or too afraid to take action. Do you know how many people's lives would be transformed through coaching businesses around the world if people just stayed faithful, stayed obedient and persistent in starting the business and building the business. Marriages would be restored. People's health would be restored. People's finances would be restored. The thing that I love about coaching is there is a coach for like almost everything that a person could ever need help with. And if coaches were faithful in starting the business and going out and helping people transform their lives, people would experience transformation at a big, big level. There's a reason why the coaching industry is growing at a massive speed I believe that the Lord is empowering his people to move and to use the gifts that he has placed inside of them to go out and make an impact in the world. And I just can't help but think, how would the world be different? How would it be improved if every single person was faithful in that assignment? But let's get back to the story, okay? A little tangent there. So Solomon has been given this massive assignment. He's now the leader. He's the king over God's people. And like you might be feeling, he's he's super nervous about this. He's nervous about whether or not he's going to succeed in the assignment or fail in the assignment. So he, what he does is he goes and he offers a sacrifice to the Lord. And I want you to watch what happens. Go ahead and open up 1 Kings chapter 3. We're going to start in at verse 5. That night, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream. And God said, what do you want? Ask and I will give it to you. Solomon replied, You showed great and faithful love to your servant, my father, David, because he was honest and true and faithful to you. And you have continued to show this great and faithful love to him today by giving him a son to sit on his throne. Now, O Lord, my God, you have made me king instead of my father, David. But I am like a little child who doesn't know his way around. Let me pause right there. Does anybody feel like that in their coaching business? Do you feel like, okay, Lord, you've given me this assignment. I'm starting the business, but I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't really know my way around. There's so many parallels that I can see in Solomon in online coaches today. Okay, I'm starting back in at verse eight. And here I am in the midst of your own chosen people, a nation so great and numerous they cannot be counted. Give me an understanding heart so that I can govern your people well and know the difference between right and wrong. For who by himself is able to govern this great people of yours? The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for wisdom. So God replied, because you have asked for wisdom in governing my people with justice and have not asked for a long life or wealth or the death of your enemies, I will give you what you asked for. I will give you a wise and understanding heart such as no one else has had or will ever have. And I will also give you what you did not ask for, riches and fame, 
No other king in all the world will be compared to you for the rest of your life. And if you follow me and obey my decrees and my commands as your father David did, I will give you a long life. So there's three key points that I really want to outline from this passage that give us a description for the secret to having success in our online businesses as Christian entrepreneurs. The first point is before this encounter happened between God and Solomon, Solomon offered a sacrifice to God. And I know that we didn't read that part of the passage, but just know, like when you go back into your Bible and you read this passage for yourself, just before this encounter happens between God and Solomon, Solomon offers a sacrifice to God. And a sacrifice is essentially like a sign of surrender. It's basically a physical display that Solomon is portraying, acknowledging God's authority and basically saying, hey, you know, I cannot do this alone. I cannot take on this assignment alone. I will fail without you. I need you. I am surrendering to you. Please help me. Like that is the message that Solomon is essentially saying in his sacrifice and surrender to the Lord. So when we look at this in our own lives, what do you need to surrender to the Lord? Do you need to surrender maybe your business plans? Maybe maybe you've made all of these elaborate business plans, but you haven't yet gone to the Lord and like shown him your business plans and saying, God, like take these plans and make them your own. Do you need to surrender your definition of success? Or when you think of the word success, are you only thinking of the fame and the money and, and having thousands of followers and having 10 and $20,000 months in your business? Do you need to surrender that definition of success? Or what about this one? Do you need to surrender perfectionism? Are you so tied up in making sure all the details are perfect in your business and you're so afraid of messing it up that you don't even start in the first place? Or it's taking you so long to take just one step forward that you are feeling burnt out because you're trying to make sure that everything is perfect. The first thing that Solomon does in this, this path to success that he experiences as a king of over the Lord's people is he offers a sacrifice and he surrenders. What do you need to surrender, friend? So that was number one. Number two, when the Lord approaches Solomon, Solomon does not ask for fame. He does not ask for wealth or riches, or if we're kind of translating it into our own modern day, he does not ask for a hundred clients. He does not ask for $20,000 months. He asks God for wisdom so that he can steward well the assignment that he has been given. So in the coaching industry, it is super common for coaches to strive for a dollar amount or or a financial goal in their business. So things like $5,000 months, 10K months, six figures, seven figure business. And I'm not saying, I am not saying that having financial goals is bad. It is absolutely not. So hear me, friend, you have full permission to set financial goals for your business and set big financial goals. Like God, God is not intimidated by that. What I am saying is that perhaps a more effective prayer would be, God, you have given me the assignment to start this coaching business and to teach others how to transform their lives using the gifts that you've given me. And I want to be obedient in that. Lord, please give me wisdom 
to build this business according to your will. Give me an understanding heart to know right from wrong and to be obedient to your plans. Proverbs 3.15 says, Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. And I love how the Bible is consistent. So so Solomon is asking the Lord for wisdom. He's not asking for rubies, which, which is symbolism for wealth. He's not asking for wealth. He's not asking for fame. Now he, the Lord blesses him with fame and the Lord blesses him with wealth, but it's not because Solomon asked for fame and wealth. It's because Solomon asked for wisdom because Solomon recognized that wisdom was far more valuable than any amount of fame or any amount of wealth. And I just love that verse. Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. One other verse I wanted to tie into this is James 1.5, which, which says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Let me just pause right there. In other words, make sure that your faith is in God alone and not the algorithm. Make sure that your faith is in God alone and not your business coach. That doesn't mean that you can't have a business coach. The Lord also says to seek wise counsel, but it means that your faith, the thing that you're depending on for your business to be successful needs to be in the Lord alone. The verse goes on to say, do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. Friend, are you feeling unstable in your business? Let me ask you this. Where is your faith lying? Where are you placing your faith? Are you investing in, in, in a coach or in courses, which I am a big fan of. I, I, the Lord says to seek wise counsel, but understand that you investing in a business coach or you investing in a course or you doing your, your Facebook ads or whatever it is, is not a replacement for what God can do in your business. Okay. Our faith has to be in the Lord alone and in rest in the confidence of knowing that when you ask God for wisdom, he will give it to you. That's, that's what that verse, that entire verse just said, James 1, 5, the Lord will give wisdom to those who ask, but you have to be sure that when you're asking that you are placing your faith in the Lord. So that's point number two. Solomon does not ask for fame. He doesn't ask for wealth. He doesn't ask for riches. He asks God for wisdom so that he can steward well the assignment he's been given. So friend, if you're currently asking God for $10,000 months or for five more clients or that God would make your business um, six figures, I'm not saying that you can't pray those things. What I am saying though is perhaps a more effective prayer would be to ask God for wisdom to build the business according to his will. And that brings us to the last and final point. And this is a really important point here uh, when we're talking about the secret to success in our business and really using Solomon here as the model in this passage. When Solomon asked for wisdom, God gave him wisdom and he also gave Solomon fame and wealth, okay? What you need to know is that praying for wisdom is not a formula to get rich. This is not the prosperity gospel. God does not promise that you are going to get rich or get famous 
when you ask God for wisdom. So please, um, we have to be careful to not like manipulate, uh, try to, tr- we can't manipulate God, but, but we have to try, we have to make sure that we're not trying to manipulate the Lord into giving us fame into giving us wealth by saying, Oh God, will you give me wisdom? And in the back of our minds being like, and tack onto that fame and wealth. <laughs> okay. Matthew 6 33 says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. So when it says all these things will be added to you again, this is not a promise of riches. This does not mean that if you seek the kingdom of God, he's going to make you a millionaire. That is called the prosperity gospel. And that is not what we're talking about. When we seek the kingdom of God and we truly give God our whole heart, our whole mind, our whole body, our whole life, our business. That gives God an opportunity to weed out our hearts, to essentially weed out the desires that we have, the plans that we have that do not align with him, the plans that are that are rooted in greed, the, the, the plans that are rooted in pride and in, 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 in ugly things. God can then weed those things out and replace them with his perfect plans and his perfect desires. So when it says, seek first the kingdom of God, it's essentially saying, give God your entire heart and give him the opportunity to replace your desires with his desires. And when your desires becomes God's desires, that is when he can give you the desires of your heart because the Lord would then be fulfilling holy and pure desires and not our fleshly desires. Psalm 37, four again says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. He will give you the desires of your heart when your heart is full of desires that were put there by himself. He is not here to fulfill evil or fleshly desires, desires that are rooted in greed or pride or anything else of our flesh. He is here to fulfill godly and pure desires that are aligned with his will. So to wrap up point number three, God did give Solomon fame. God did give Solomon wealth when he asked for wisdom, but we cannot try and manipulate that into a formula for getting rich. Asking the Lord for wisdom does not mean that it's not, it's not a promise that your business is going to be six figures and seven figures. It is, however, um, a principle for which the Lord will bless you with the wisdom needed to build the business according to his will, not yours, his. Okay, let's quickly summarize points one through three in this episode. So three key points to to know and understand when it comes to the secret to success in your business. Number one, what do you need to surrender to the Lord? Before the Lord appeared to Solomon and asked him, what do you want? Solomon offered a sacrifice, which is a physical display of Solomon surrendering to the Lord and acknowledging God's authority. What do you need to surrender? If you are white knuckling and, and, and holding on to something so, so much that you feel like you can't surrender to the Lord. How can the Lord do anything when you are surrendering something? He's not going to rip things from your hands. He is a gentle God. You need to willingly surrender things in order to allow God to do the molding. What do you need to surrender? Number two, I challenge you to not ask the Lord for fame, not to make you go viral, to not even make you rich. 
But I would challenge you to ask God for wisdom to build the business that he is calling you to according to his will and give him wisdom. Lord, help me steward the other areas of my life that you've also called me to. You've also called me to be a loving and present and helpful wife to my husband. You've also called me to raise these kids. And right now I might also be working at another job. Lord, give me the wisdom to steward all of the roles that you've called me to. And number three, recognize that when you ask God for wisdom, this is not a promise of financial success. Success looks different. It's, it's beyond just financials. Like what if the, what if success for your business was you helping five people completely change their lives forever? Now, I know that you want to make money in your business, and that's certainly not wrong. That's what businesses do. We need to have a profit. And even in Proverbs, um, it says that she makes sure that her dealings are profitable, which we'll go into another time. It's okay to want to make money and have a profit in your business, friend. But please don't use this prayer for wisdom as some sort of manipulative agenda to try and get rich. Okay? Seek the kingdom of God. Allow God to change the desires of your heart to match his desires. And when your desires match his desires, that is when he will fulfill the desires of your heart. I also just want to plug in here. This is not in my notes. Um, There's another verse. I don't have it off the top of my head, but there's another verse that says, if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to you? So what I want you to take from that is recognize that when you are completely submitted to the Lord and you're asking him for wisdom to carry out uh, this life, to carry out this business, to carry out your motherhood and your marriage, recognize that he is going to provide and he is going to take care of you. And you can rest in that. So friend, today, if you're listening to this episode and you're feeling stuck in your business, maybe you're feeling like you're at a crossroads or, or a standstill and you're wondering, God, what is next? I want you to know that you can ask God for wisdom to help you take the next right step. He may not show you the entire pathway. He may only show you the very next step. And sometimes I think that we forget that we can actually ask God for what to do and that he is there and readily available to give us wisdom when we ask, you know, we know that God is there. We know that we can, we can pray to him, but sometimes, I don't know, maybe it's just me. Sometimes I I think that we forget that we can actually go to him for every single thing, every single detail in our lives. So what is he asking you to do? Is he asking you to make a pivot in your business? Is he asking you to start the podcast, to start the coaching business, to, to, to start creating the content on Instagram? Is he asking you to invest in a Christ-led mentor or coach who can help you take the action steps that you need and implement the right strategies so that you can get the results that you're wanting in your business. You know, maybe some of us are sitting here praying, God, send me the clients. And like, God's like saying, start creating content. God is practical. I want us to understand that God is practical. The Bible says that faith without works is dead. So in other words, faith without action steps is dead. And I think that sometimes we get it in our head that God wants us just to sit in our office all day and just pray that he, that he will send us clients and that's all he's requiring of us. That's not accurate. God wants you to pray. He wants you to submit your plans to the Lord and also get up and take action. Go out there. If you are praying, God, send me the clients. He might be saying, okay, I will, but get out there and start marketing yourself. 
If you need strategy, ask God for strategy and be prepared for the different ways that he might answer you. He might give you the strategy directly to you. One time that happened to me, I was in the shower and it was like just this heavenly divine download boop in my head of exactly the marketing strategy that I needed in that season. I didn't have to go to another coach in order to get that. The Lord gave that to me directly. But that's not the only way that the Lord can give you wisdom and give you the strategy that you're praying for. Maybe he'll put somebody in your path that can help you and teach you the strategy. Maybe that's why you're here listening to this podcast. Friend, if you're feeling a tug on your heart that that you are needing help and you're needing help from somebody that is here on earth, that is filled with the Holy Spirit, that can guide you on how to grow the business that God has called you to build, then I invite you to join the Mom Boss Coaching Academy. This is a step-by-step course that will teach you from a biblical perspective how to sign more clients, how to increase the income in your business, and how to grow the business that God is calling you to. And in three days, the price of the Mom Boss Coaching Academy is going to go up. So if you're feeling that tug on your heart, friend, don't wait. And if you're feeling hesitant, if you're feeling nervous, if you have questions, if you're if you're just you're like, "Ah, I don't know, maybe I'm not sure if this course is the right is the right fit for me." Send me a DM. You can find me at cami.wilkie, c a m i e. W I L K E on Instagram. Send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to get to know you, to know your business more, to hear about your goals and your struggles. And I will tell you honestly if I believe that my course, the Mom Boss Coaching Academy, is right for you. And if it is right for you, amazing. If it's not right for you, I will tell you that. And I will do my best to point you in the right direction so that you can get the resources and the tools that you need to grow the business that God has given you. Friend, I want you to know that you can ask the Lord for wisdom. You can ask God. He's not just going to give you this business and then leave you hanging on how to build it. You can ask him for wisdom on how to build it. He is there readily available to you and ready to give you the wisdom that you are seeking. I love you, friend. I'll see you next time on the Bible's Babies and Business Podcast. Hi friend, thank you so much for tuning in to the Bible's Babies and Business Podcast. If you learned something from today's episode or if it blessed you in any way, I would love to know. You can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review and I may just read your review on the show. Thank you again for being here and I pray that God would fill you with peace in your faith, your motherhood, and your business because you were made for this.